Hey everybody, Jake here. I'm excited to get back into the swing of things a little bit after uh, some a little time away. Um, I'm gonna get right to the cut right to the chase on this one. Um, I'm gonna be talking about the cards that I am currently buying up and that I think everybody should be on the lookout for, and then also some other ones that personally I'm not necessarily buying right now, but are going to be. Um, you know, on the come up here, uh, in the coming weeks, months. Um, but yeah, let me get started. So the two cards that I'm really getting into right now are the Chris Bosch, um, tops Chrome 114 rookie card and the Carmelo Anthony tops Chrome 113, uh, rookie card. These two, cards they're within that same draft class as lebron james um i think the you know how iconic those lebron cards are going to be over the coming years are really going to drive up the value for the mellow and mellow and bosch cards as well um bosch was a potential hall of fame inductee this year uh it didn't happen he was eligible but um that's looks like that's not going to happen this year um and then Mello has uh you know rejuvenated his career a little bit uh this year in portland um he's definitely redeemed himself a little bit from the last you know a couple seasons where he just you know, wasn't really contributing um in the way that the teams that had him were hoping for him to um However, for however for Portland, he's really been able to uh, make a difference for that team, and um, yeah, has been doing pretty great, pretty good for them for this for the season when he jumped in. Um, but yeah, as far as their cards go, uh, raw uh, the Carmelos have been selling for between eight to ten dollars, eight or eight to twelve dollars. Um, the uh, Bosch's have been selling for between eight to 10. And I mean, that's with like shipping and tax, uh, and all that stuff included on it. So that's like checkout price. Um, I, when I think about how cards, um, how much cards are, uh, when they're around that price, I always factor in the shipping because when you got a card that is, you know, they might only be asking for $5, but then you have another $4 for shipping. Um, it's definitely something you want to consider, uh, when figuring out what you want to buy. So if I say, you know, oh, something's worth eight, don't just go buying everything at eight. Cause it could have, you know, that $4 of shipping on it. Um, I like to, you know, where I can try to find lots. Uh, I just bought, um, a lot of six of the Carmelo's and currently, um, eBay, I think until like May 6th, 6th has a, um, 10% off, uh, deals 50 to like $200 and then like 15%, $200 or more for sports cards specifically. So I used, um, that coupon that was great for, um, that lot. And then, um, I had some, you know, eBay bucks, uh, sitting around there too. So it got it to about $10 a card after, um, taxes and shipping for me, which I was pretty happy with, uh, for those Carmelo's. 
as far as buying them raw, my, um, you know, my thought behind that is I would personally rather have 10 to 12 raw Carmelo chromes or Bosch chromes um, than a single PSA 10 chrome. Um, obviously, it's hard to find uh, a lot of those older cards in great condition. Um, centering is definitely one of the biggest uh, issues with those cards from what I've seen after getting some in hand and uh, just looking at the different listings for them. Um, but personally, that's a, you know, something that's a risk that I'm willing to take on with that. Um, I'm actually going to check here sometimes also for the older cards. Um, if you do, um, older cards for retired guys, sometimes, um, depending on the years that they're from, um, if it's hard for a card to get a nine, a nine will be more, um, can be significantly more than what raw is going for. Um, so that can be, you know, a way to do it as well is like, you don't just have to hope for a 10, but you can also hope for a nine as well. And that makes it a lot easier to, um, consider buying, um, some of these cards. Like for example, the Carmelo Anthony tops Chrome PSA nine is currently selling the last one sold for $40. Um, whereas it's going for raw for, uh, raw for about 10. And then you add another 10 to 12 for, you know, a grade on something like that. Um, you know, if you get a nine or a 10, a PSA nine or 10 for that card, a decently centered, um, card, you could be, you know, at least looking at $20 profit. So, you know, buying raw and the possibility of getting even a nine and, you know, seeing more profit than if you were just to buy a 10 and, you know, see that go up in price. Because, you know, if a 10 is going up in price, the raw is going to go up as well. Um, the other thing about these is there's um, not a super high pop um, a pop report for these compared to um, Dwayne Wade and uh, LeBron, obviously. Uh, they're pretty low. There's not a ton listed for sale as well. Um, so we could start seeing the prices, uh, go up as myself, as I'm looking for a lot of those deals around comps, uh, for them. Um, the prices have started going up for the listings I've noticed. Um, not saying that I'm, you know, solely influencing the market on that, but I think, um, you know, if a couple people go through, for a card like that and are looking to buy at good deals uh, that can really start to lower the amount that are out there. And then the ones that are out there um, after that start going for, and I've seen some listed for, you know, around $25 each for both of them. And um, you know, that can continue to happen, especially if it's a not super common card and there's less of them just, you know, sitting around that people just have available to list. Um, yeah, it can, you can see values going up um, pretty quick for stuff like that. And the reason I'm buying these is just the, um, you know, the price difference between these versus a LeBron for guys like, I mean, Bosch, 
you know, multiple championship rings, um, or at least I think so. It's so hard to keep track of how many, um, how many, uh, championships they all won together in, um, in Miami. Uh, but you know, for a guy that, uh, was part of that, um, heat team that just was doing so well, uh, who I think deserves to be a hall of famer. He didn't, um, exactly get to, you know, play out the rest of his career the way I think he wanted to. And his career was cut short because of, um, I believe it was some heart issues that he had. Uh, yeah, two, he won two championships. So two time champion, you know, that third guy on that, uh, that Miami team that won those two championships. Um, yeah. So a guy like him, you know, and hopefully next year he's able to get inducted into the hall of fame. And then you got a guy like Carmelo, even though he, you know, has gone his career without winning a championship. He's a guy that in my mind is first ballot hall of fame. I think, um, you know, when he does end up retiring, we'll see a jump in his card prices. And then also when he, um, uh, gets inducted to the hall of fame. So, you know, these are long-term, uh, investments for me, but even with that, I do think these are cards that, you know, even in the short term can go up significantly in value as people, um, I mean, think about the different scenarios that could happen. Let's say, you know, specifically for Mello, Chris Bosh is definitely a longer term. I think it'll be, unless the card market in general is trending up, I think his stuff is going to be more steady until he does get inducted in the Hall of Fame, if that happens. Um, But for Mello, you know, if he's able to, if the league comes back this year, and let's say the Blazers are able to make a late uh, season push and somehow steal that eighth uh, seed in the West. I do think um, we could see a lot of the Blazers cards uh, go up in value. Um, I think that would definitely be something that could uh, increase his value. And then, um, you know, talk about a, a series with him and LeBron playing against each other. That would be a lot of fun to watch. Um It'd be pretty cool and I think a bit nostalgic for some people. Um, yeah, like those are the things that I kind of have in mind as far as uh, what might cause his um, stuff to go up. And definitely, yeah, those are those are the cards that um, personally right now I'm buying. Um, as far as the other ones to have on your radar, um, K- they just announced that KG... Tim Duncan and um, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, are all going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Um, so as far as, you know, if the ceremony's the same or however that's going to look, um, not sure on that yet. But um, I, I believe that um, that will continue to their values will continue to go up and up until that point where they do get inducted and then you know, after that a bit, um, I think it will trail off around after that point. So I, and I'm pretty sure the induction ceremony is in induction ceremony is in September. Um, 
So that's probably your target for where if you're able to buy now, um, that was probably we're going to be a, a decent peak that we're going to see. Um, and then after that, a continual increase in their prices. Um, I will say that personally, the one I'd be going after would be Kobe's cards. Um, you know, Tim Duncan, he doesn't have a huge uh, collection, you know, base around him. He's a great player, one of the best power forwards of all time. But, um, I mean, big fundamental. It's just the flashy players, you know, those are the ones, even if they're not the best player statistically or just overall in championships and stuff like that. Um, you know, the guys who uh, leave an impact and are, you know, popular those are the guys demanding those prices. So that's something to keep in mind. KG, I definitely think has, you know, improved since I, he's a, a better guy to go after than Tim Duncan, in my opinion, just because he's in the media. He, you know, just had that movie with um, Adam Sandler, Uncut Gems. Um, but yeah, overall, Kobe's definitely that top one just has solidified himself in culture. You know, there's that whole... LA I mean, worldwide fan base that is always going to be after his stuff. So I think his stuff will just, you know, continue to rise. And you know, I don't think it has, you know, hit the point that it's um, overpriced at this point based on, you know, what I've recently seen. Um, but yeah, I think there's still a lot of potential for profit in his stuff. Um, I'm not currently um, buying up those guys' stuff. Um, it's just not as much uh, what I'm going after right now. Um, Kobe's are ranging between 20 or more so around 50. His base uh, tops 138. Um, 40, 50 is what I'm seeing a lot of. Um, some have hit 60, some have stayed around 20. Um, but, you know, some even as high as. 80 but yeah his those um those went up from about ten dollars before he passed and then shot up when he did and then went down a bit to around 20 or 30 and now are making their way back up again so um his stuff is definitely i think even now still underpriced and uh will continue to be a um a good uh card to invest in moving forward um yeah guys that's uh my breakdown of um, of what I'm buying and then things that I think everybody should keep their eyes out on, eyes out, oh my goodness, eyes open for, um, keep an eye on. Uh, but yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, looking to uh, get back into this a little bit more consistently. I say that in almost every episode, but um, yeah, with the coronavirus just taking away a lot of the other stuff I spend my free time on, this is definitely something I want to continue to pursue more. Um, yeah, thanks everybody for the feedback. Again, really appreciate it. Every time you guys message me, letting me know that, you know, this stuff helps you. It, you know, that's what motivates me to make another episode and to, you know, continue on that support for you guys. Um, but I appreciate it. I hope you guys uh, found this episode uh, valuable. Um, but yeah, have a great, great day, you guys. Peace.